This WebmasterRadio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. Today's forecast calls for 6 to 12 inches and temperatures will only be in the teens overnight, so bundle up and... Imagine, you're planning your end-of-year reports, planning for next year. What are you going to do to monetize more in 2011? We're going to have clear and sunny skies with a perfect day of weather for everyone coming to AFCON 2010. Warm up your marketing strategies this December in our winter oasis for affiliate marketers. AFCON 2010 Florida, December 8th through 10th at the Fairmont Turnberry Isle Resort in Aventura, Florida. Sign up now at AFCON2010.com. That's AFFCON2010.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. Webmaster Radio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings right here every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. You'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending the woman. Well, first up, just want to let you know, I spent my day in New York City yesterday at the Council of PR Firms. It's called the Critical Issues Forum. And can I tell you, it was just, it was time well spent. The keynote speaker was Mark Pritchard. He's the Global Marketing and Brand Building Officer for Procter & Gamble. And the focus of the forum was, get ready for this, staring down the future, learning to thrive in an integrated world. Really lofty title. But at the net net of it, Mr. Pritchard was really talking about how PR has led the way on many of his brands. He is, quote-unquote, a self-processed, big fan of PR. Really love that. And he talked about how PR is at the table during all the key discussions. Uh, Many of his biggest ideas have been PR-led, he said, and he took the crowd of several hundred through four case studies. You may know these and be familiar with these yourself. Head and Shoulders, Cover Girl, uh, Procter & Gamble, and the Olympics with their Thank You Mom campaign, and of course, Old Spice. You know Old Spice, right? You can't turn around without talking about Old Spice. Uh, The point of all the case studies was that integration is a must-have these days. You can't just have... One a creative spot hit and not do anything with it. There's really much, much more to it. And that it can take one idea and make it stronger with public relations. It really amplifies anything that you've got going on. Pritchard also said PR needs to own digital. It's really in our wheelhouse and we need to drive those initiatives forward, not giving up the space to ad agencies or boutique firms. And he also stressed real-time brand building. I thought this was a good aha moment, that you really have to be focused on the brand all the time. Yes, it can be launched with an event or an ad, but you have to be in the business of building your brand 24-7. 
The other thing that I found somewhat surprising, at least to me, since I tend to focus on this quite a bit, is how do you measure PR success? Pritchard says that he looks at success based on impressions alone and that when it comes to ROI, return on investment, that it really should be looked at um, for the integrated plan, the integrated campaign, not just PR-based. Anyway, some insightful learnings that I took away from uh, the Council of PR Firms Critical Issues Forum just yesterday, so it's hot off the press. Well, our purse profile today is the reasonable luxury mom. This is a woman who's about 35 years old, has kids up to age 11 in the house, bringing in around 75000 to 250000 dollars each and every year and typically is a homemaker average age of 40 there's about a million of these moms in the country and uh, you know this is a woman who really struggles with her desire to have luxury items as well as being a responsible mom you know she she really wants her family to have nice things but at the same time kind of fights that guilt and selfishness uh, associated with spending the money. She does believe that it's worth paying extra for quality goods. She'll travel an hour or more to factory outlet stores to get those top designer names that she's wanting. Um, and you know what? She really does say that her kids impact what she buys. They have a, a big voice there. Uh, she'll shop around for the best price and she's always looking for things on special offers. She considers herself to be happy, an optimist, and happy with her standard of living as much as she can, considering what's going on in the economy these days. Uh, she's shopping at The Gap, J. Crew, Victoria's Secret, Eddie Bauer, Old Navy, Banana Republic, and Calvin Klein. When it comes to media, she is online at Disney, Blockbuster, Yellow Pages, Amazon, and she's watching HGTV, Disney, Grey's Anatomy, The Apprentice, and Nickelodeon. When it comes to magazines, you can find this woman at parenting magazines like Parenting and Parents, Family Fun, Good Housekeeping, Vogue, Real Simple, Shape, and L. Well, my guest for today is all about the mom. Kelly Wallace is the chief correspondent for iVillage, and iVillage is launching a new program called The Talk. It's all about driving discussion between mom and kids around a very, very touchy subject these days, finances. Our chat about the talk coming up in Purse Strings Returns in just a few minutes. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEOfox link building report. (laughs) Sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for the Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. 
go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to prwebauthor.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online news release and content distribution service. It's time, it's time to get inside with Affiliate Marketing Insider. Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Well, welcome back to Purse Strings. Joining me today is Kelly Wallace. She's the chief correspondent for iVillage and uh, the host of a new initiative called The Talk. Kelly, welcome to the program. Great to be with you. Well, I'm really excited to have you on. You know, iVillage, I'm a huge fan anyway, but you've, you've recently debuted a, a new initiative called The Talk. And if I recall correctly, you actually describe it as a multi-platform program uh, really aimed at moms trying to encourage them to connect with teens and young adults around a really important topic. Can you talk a little bit about the program and why you chose the topic that you did? Absolutely. And the title, I think, is, uh, you know, the talk. We often think of the talk, having the talk with our children about the birds and the bees. Oh, that's a, a difficult subject, of course. And another subject that is obviously difficult for uh, moms and dads to have with their kids is about money, about managing money, financial responsibility. I mean, we have found that more than 60% of women in an iVillage study say that they're making their spending decisions for their families, and yet more than 40% of them say that they don't feel like they have enough information to pass on to their kids about how to manage money and how to be fiscally responsible. And so it's a conversation that parents and moms want to have and know it's important to have to make sure that their kids don't make really the same mistakes they made when they started out in life and yet I think it's the sense that we think it's a sense that people don't always have the right tools, the right information, what are the right words to use, what's the right advice, where can I get the answers. And so we wanted to provide this, this platform, and it's everything from ask the experts. You have a question about how to talk to your teens, you can ask an expert. You want to share stories with other moms, since moms and moms connect with each other and learn information from each other, you can ask other moms. There are videos. So it's basically a kind of cross-the-board platform where we are trying to provide the tools, the resources, and the support for moms so that they can have these conversations with their teens and try and give them the best financial start in life. Well, and goodness knows, Kelly, we need that advice now more than ever. I mean, we just look around, you know what's happened in the last few years with the economic meltdown and the lending mortgage crisis. I mean, there's just so many examples. And, you know, I think you hit the, the nail on the head when you talked about women needing the tools. I mean, I, we have so much more control over money than we ever have in our history. We already know that we're women are a major purchaser of pretty much anything and everything for the home. Mm -hmm, and sure. 
Today, unfortunately, we may be the only working adult, and yet we are all struggling with saving, right? Because we're our, if we are in a job, you know, our finances are keeping up with the output. Um, so, so clearly, we've, we've, we're in kind of the dire straits when it comes to finances. So I think it's fabulous that iVillage has come up with this initiative to arm us as women to have these relationships with who, as you know, are probably watching all of this and wondering what it is about their future. Um, can you talk a little bit about what you think we can learn from our past financial mistakes and some of the, the things that you're hopeful that the talk will kind of put us in a stronger place to, to attack. Absolutely. And I think it, you, you kind of hit the nail on the head in terms of learning from our past mistakes in that probably most of us, myself included, and other moms I've interviewed, made financial mistakes, including credit card debt. Uh, we were not armed with the right information. Uh, we didn't really kind of grasp that, oh, wait, if I run up a $2,000 balance and only pay $20 a month, oh, I can handle $20 a month, right? Well, I'll be paying that with, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars of interest on top of that $2,000 bill. So I think so many of us in our 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s uh, as moms made mistakes um, as we were moving forward in our lives, maybe purchasing a home and not really understanding exactly the financial obligation. We've seen it with adjustable rate mortgages, how many people have seen their mortgages reset and then they've lost their home. So, and I think that is really a place where we can start, which is that we can kind of get the message to our kids, not the kind of I told you so, because we all know it was parents, that never really works, right? But just as a sense of like, look, you know, we, we didn't necessarily have the information, um, we certainly didn't necessarily um, learn it in school or maybe even learn it from our own parents. I, I covered a, uh, a class not too long ago for a story that we're going to put up as part of our coverage for the talk where they're doing personal finance in high school. And I thought, how amazing is that? I mean, these kids are talking about interest and savings and credit card balances and selecting stocks. And so I think they are definitely in a, in a better position than we are. So I think we can really start by you know, trying to communicate, uh, and we're trying to do that through the talk, too, through conversations and community about some of the mistakes we made and why we're trying to have some of these conversations now with our kids so that they don't make the same mistakes and are saddled with credit card debt or, you know, a mortgage they can't handle. And we all know once you get into that trap, it's really, really tough to get out of it. Absolutely. We're all dealing with it these days. And, you know, to hear you talk about kind of learning from our past mistakes. Do you feel like your parents and maybe our collective parents kind of failed us? Because I don't know about you, but I really didn't have that one-on-one -on -one conversation with my mom or dad about finances. I kind of had to learn on my own. Do you feel that was the mindset of that generation or where did that stem from? Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I, I didn't have that conversation either. I mean, I was raised by a single mom, and it's interesting, I, I, I kind of saw from her, and, and I got a lesson early on about the importance of, of money in terms of, you know, she was our sole breadwinner, and uh, money was tight. And so, you know, it's funny, I did, without having the conversation, I think I did get a message of uh, the importance of work and the importance of um, 
you know, earning for yourself. <laughs> so I think I'll be working till I'm 95 based on that message. I've always got to have, I always, I always must have a paycheck. But we didn't have that conversation. I think part, um, you know, in my parents' def- defense, and I'm sure yours as well, is it wasn't really kind of a conversation. I don't know if they had the information from their parents or from other moms. They certainly didn't have access to online tools and, and information and access to financial experts online. And, you know, so I just don't think that um, they were necessarily um, schooled or, or, or had the um, knowledge that, uh, that, that maybe um, if they had, they would be passing it on to us. So I think that's kind of it, too. And, and now that we might know, you know, always learn from your snakes. We see the financial meltdown. We see soaring debt. Um, you know, certainly our grandparents and our great-grandparents came from a generation of save, 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 and in values and in terms of the go-go 80s or 90s, who knows, the, that we moved away from that and we were spend, spend, spend. So I think that based on our mistakes, based on more access to information and, and really knowing how important it is to kind of get a good financial start in life, I think more and more moms and dads are understanding that this is, you know, kind of parenting 101 and just as important to teach your kids to, you know, not talk to strangers and, you know, be protective of themselves when it comes to drugs and alcohol and sex, but just as important to be, you know, thinking of money and financial responsibility and saving. Um, Even at the youngest age, I have a friend who started an allowance with her four-year-old, and I think I thought, wow, that seems so too young, but I started it with my four-year-old, it's still going, you know. <laughs> she she wants to spend her allowance every week. We're we're working on that. But I think I didn't really think of it as that young. But I think why not? As soon as they understand the sense of making their bed or or clearing the table, and they're going to be rewarded with you know doing some chores, and they could save and then and be able to buy things that they might want. Why not teach that at the youngest ages? That's what part of the message from experts on the talk would be. It's never too young to start. Yeah, I think that's brilliant. I have a five-year-old, and she oh. sees her older sister with an allowance doing chores, earning money, and she's asking, when can I do that? And I'm thinking, oh. I should put her to work right away. Put her to work <laughs> right know, now. It'll help you out at home. <laughs> well, I will tell you, she already exactly. makes her bed. And I, part of me is, you know, part of me is kind of like, you, you know, as a kid, that's your responsibility to take care of the house. I shouldn't have to pay you for that. So that's, well, that's a whole other discussion. We can spend a whole other half hour on that. that. But I, I agree. Can, I mean, these these. Children have the I wanna's, I wanna, I wanna, right. really early, as, as pretty oh, much yeah. as, as soon as they can form words. And trying to take the I wanna and attach it to a, a financial conversation, I think, is is important as soon as possible. And 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 when we talk about finances, we really are talking about values, right? I mean, I I think that you you kind of need to be able to communicate your values as a family in that conversation around finances. Do you agree? And and if so, how how do you even begin to broach that? Exactly. Oh, I I totally agree. I mean, it's uh and and I find myself um I have to say that I want this, I want that and and I know uh I have found myself trying to explain, and again, I have, just like you have a five-year-old, I have a four-and-a-half-year-old and a three-year-old. I mean, they're still young when it comes to understanding. But I, I, we recently had this with Halloween costumes, and I didn't think it was too young. She wanted to be Dorothy, and if you tallied up the costume, the Toto basket, and the red shoes, it was going to be $75 or something. That's a ridiculous amount of money. Of course, if I were like a better mom, right, I'd be making it myself, which I hope to do one of these days. But I use that as an opportunity 
opportunity to explain to her a little bit that um, this was a little bit more than we had budgeted for for the costume. You know, it was just a little bit more expensive, and um, that we're going to get her a costume, but we, you know, we might have to sort of think of something else. And I, I don't know how much she got, but I do think that part of the advice, um, you know, from uh, you know the experts um, who and you know moms also communicating with each other is that you, you, you know you use these opportunities, these real life situations to have the conversation, right? To have the talk, um, and that um, you can use real life examples and things that are happening all the time, so that you can sort of use that as a as a way to explain to them um, why this is important. You know why savings uh, are important. Uh, do things like, you know, I, I saw sort of one example of a financial expert was asking about how they try to encourage um, this kind of conversation and good practices on the part of their kids. For swim team, you know, the kids are um, part of swim team and that part of what they would do is they would have to try and do a little work or whatever it is to save up money to pay for some of the things that go with swim team. So there's, there's, there are these real-life opportunities where you can, um, or if you go into the store and, you know, a child says, I want this, I want that, I want that, you can say, you know what, I have $50 for this shopping trip and we're only going to be able to get you know, that amount. We're not going to be able to get anything more. Or before you go on the shopping trip, you can say, the only thing that we'll be buying at the store are, you know, paper plates and one coloring book so that you right away kind of give the, ch- the, the child the expectation of understanding. It's not going to be like, I want everything on that on that shelf and that they understand there's there's some financial component connected to what they're purchasing. Yeah, absolutely. That's critical, really. That's when that starts to really uh, start to make sense to them. But there's an implication uh, Mm -hmm. that money doesn't grow on trees, as my mom used to tell me. But you really do. You do see that in real time. And I think that's that's so smart. Um, Before we take a quick break, I did want to ask you, I mean, clearly iVillage, you're aimed at a female audience. But do Mm -hmm. you feel women are the ones to have this conversation with their teens? Or do you feel like it's something that that dads should and, and could have the conversation as well or as parents together? What What's your oh, thoughts on that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think that um, both the mom and the dad, I think if, if they're having the conversation, because we all know uh, reinforcement is key, and it's not, not great if, you know, the conversation is with one parent one way, and then if they go to dad or mom, it's all like, oh, yeah, you can have this, you can have that. You know, you, ha- you, have, to, you have to have teamwork and consistency there. And also I think the more... Uh, both members of the family are are talking about this, being open about it, sharing their mistakes, um, encouraging uh, why this is important, why does it matter to save, um, why do we you know not want to spend all our money uh, at once, uh, that there are other people who might not have as much as we do, and why it's important to to think about donating you know things that we have. Uh, it's great. I think part of the target for for moms, obviously, um, you know, I Village being a place where you know. 30 30 million women and, and, and many of them moms come to us every month for content and conversation and in, engagement. But um, it's it's part, like we talked about a little earlier, how, how moms are traditionally the ones making the purchasing decisions in the household. They're making the spending decisions. They're, you know, doing the grocery shopping, even doing some of the big purchases like cars and, and a new dryer, um, you know, and clothes for the kids. So since they are often making many of these sort of daily spending decisions, that's part of why I think a, a good focus is is having moms also having the conversation because, you know, they might be with their kids out at the store and pulling out the credit card and, 
you know, one piece of advice is use cash as much as possible because the kids understand it that there's, oh, I only have, you know, $20 in my wallet. But if they constantly see us putting out the plastic, why doesn't, oh, mom, just put it on your credit card, you know? It doesn't matter that you don't have cash. So there are practices and kind of conversational opportunities, opportunities for conversation that, you know, moms may have more of those uh, but again, I think uh, the the goal really for the talk would be arming moms, but also hoping that the dads and both parents would be having these conversations with their kids. Well, we're going to take a quick break, Kelly, but when we come back, I do want to talk a little bit more about the tools that you talked about earlier. You alluded to some of them, but I'd love to hear more about the tools that you're really going to be arming moms with to have the talk. More on that when Purse Strings returns in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, Shopping. Her strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Hey, Joel Com here, and I want you to hear something. That's my ka-ching button, and it's the universal sound of success. Sounds good, doesn't it? How would you like to hear that ka-ching sound all the time? In my new book, Ka-ching, How to Run an Online Business That Pays and Pays, I lay out a strategy and a plan for you to create your own online success. Get your copy today at kachingbook.com, and I'll give you a ka-ching button for free. All the details are there at kachingbook.com. That's K-A-C-H-I-N-G book.com. $250,000 in cash prizes and all year long revenue share is what you can win when you enter the 2010 Internet Marketing World Cup competition. All competitors are rigorously screened to ensure the best competition and the best possible results. Before you tell others how to make it work for them, prove that your system actually works. Build your reputation in the competition that puts your system to the test and proves you are the best of the best. Sign up at www.internetmarketingworldcup.com. That's www.internetmarketingworldcup.com. Registration ends soon, so put your system to the test today. Rock the world with LinkedIn. Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And we're back. Joining me today is Kelly Wallace, Chief Correspondent for a brand new iVillage initiative called The Talk. And The Talk is not the birds and the bees. We've already established that. <laughs> it's uh, talking about finances with your tweens and your teens and that really, really critical discussion that needs to take place so they understand the importance and value of money so they don't make the mistakes that we made. And Kelly, you talked a little bit about some of the tools that you're offering women to assist them with this talk. Can you get a little bit more in depth? Absolutely. Yeah, they're, they're, as we said, it's sort of covering so many different areas. One is a place where share your stories. And again, we know moms 
learn from other moms, they communicate with other moms, they connect with other moms. I find myself, if I'm talking to another mom about something, I, I often can really, you know, get information that I didn't have or, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't trust it as much sometimes if it was coming from elsewhere. So there can be, you know, opportunities for moms to say, hey, what are some of the financial lessons you wish you learned? Or I saw a mom had posted something about money journals. Is that a good idea? So kind of interesting to hear from moms and then kind of pushing out to the community to find out from other moms if these are, are, are good things to do. And then, of course, we have ask questions, you know, an opportunity for anyone to uh, send a question, post a question, and we have financial experts affiliated with iVillage.com, the talk, who can answer those questions and give that personal advice about talking to your teens about finance. And I think there are sections like what not to say to kids about money, uh, a real kind of don't do this list. And so I think that's a great learning tool for all of us. Things like, you know, if a child is asking questions and you could say, oh, you don't need to know that yet. Don't don't worry yourself about that yet. That's kind of not the best thing to do. You know, use that opportunity mm-hmm. to, to talk to your child about whatever their age, about that financial decision they might be asking about. Because again, it, it's just another opportunity. And also I, I think the point is to to try to talk to them and don't put it off like, oh, you don't need to worry about this, you know, until you're 21. Um, and then there are just, you know, there's other advice. There are video vignettes. Um, there's another section of the toughest questions that your kids can ask and how to deal with them, like, you know, how much money do you make or, you know, why don't we have as much as so-and-so. And these are real life questions that kids ask and you know mom and dad might be going um mom what do i say and we have advice from our financial experts about how to handle even a question like you know how much money do you make it's a kind of an opportunity to say you know people um we make a a good amount of money or we make enough to take care of your needs and but we make enough to save money for your college and so it's again turning the tables a little bit instead of saying you know we make a hundred thousand dollars but boy i wish we hit the lotto and made millions (laughs) that doesn't even though we we all wish we did but it's sort of turn it around a little bit and use it as an opportunity to, um, you know, calm their fears or concerns if they have concerns about money in some way, like do we have enough money or are we going to be thrown out of our house or whatever kids quite might ask and use it as an opportunity to, um, to to just talk to them. And, and, you know, we all know kids understand so much more than we sometimes think and just use it to kind of build that conversation about what, what money's for. And, I mean, I do it with my own kids. And, again, they're younger, but I try to convey – work? You know, why does mommy work? Obviously, other kids in their classes, um, some moms don't work. And so they might say, well, why would my mom work if other moms stay home with their kids? And so, you know, I try to communicate that work is, for me, you know, a choice that um, I like to work, and this is an area of my profession I enjoy. But I make it clear that, you know, working is important so it can help for our house and for their schooling and for gymnastics class and you know, mm-hmm. music players, and so they have a sense of of there's a you know a connection there. There's money and 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 where it comes from and what we use it for and how we try to save for things. So again, I think the the you know it's never too early again as as good advice to have these conversations. So funny, you hit on two of the questions I've already had in the field, which is how much money do we make? Um, <laughs> And then a similar response of, well, you know, we live comfortably and we're able right. to have this house and be, you know. And then the other is, why do, mommy, 
you know, why do you work? And, uh, right. and so I've had to express that as well. And I think I maybe have done too good a job, Kelly, because my five-year-old says, now, mommy, you work so we can have a roof over our head and food <laughs> on the table. <laughs> I love it. I know. I know. I'm a little worried too. Maybe I've done too, uh, uh, my job has done, gone too well because now my girls are like walking down the hall. I'm like, where are you going? I have to go to a work meeting, you know? And so they're instead of like playing house, they're like, I'm going off to a work meeting. And I think, oh my goodness, what have, have I created here? <laughs> they think, oh, okay. But um, I have again. the funniest story, and I'm going to go ahead and just put it out there. But um, when I just had my second child and my oldest was four and a half years old, um, and my husband does stay home full time with our kids, so I'm very fortunate. Oh, and, yeah. and that's yeah, why mommy that's works, by the way. But um, anyway, I had gone to work and my husband emailed me with this funny story saying that um, my four and a half year old was playing dolls and um, she put the doll up to her breast and said, I love it. Okay, you've had your you've had your breakfast. Mommy has to go to work now. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that is a so, so what you say about I mean what you say to young children really sticks with them. Your actions clearly Absolutely. make an impression. Your uh, what you say at a young age to them clearly has a lasting impression. So word to the wise moms while you're out yes. there, they take in everything, and they and they they <laughs> model you in ways that you could never imagine. Um, so, but that's a perfect example of that. Um, and that's a hoot. That's that's very it's funny. So funny. Story. It's one of my favorite stories from her childhood. But you know, I I do solely I just agree with you so much when you talk about talk with them when they have those questions because. Mm-hmm. As your child gets older and those moms who have older children, especially those tweens and those teens, they tend not to talk to you as much. So if you can set that pattern of talk and being open and transparent with them at an early age, they'll be talking to you not just about finances, but the other really critical things in their lives, too. So I... I am 100% behind you on that. Um, Before we wrap up, though, I do want you to talk a little bit about your partnership with NBC. I mean, clearly, I'm sure that's helping you get your your message out about um, the new initiative. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, iVillage uh, owned by NBC Universal, and so um, it affords us tremendous and uh, you know a tremendous number of of opportunities in terms of you know working with other NBC stations around the country um, in terms of getting the message out about iVillage.com slash the talk. Uh, we have plans to, you know, do this piece I was mentioning about teens and finance and this whole kind of sense of why it's important to be educating our teens at a young age about these issues, talking to them, arming moms with the information they need, and that will be something that will be uh, seen on NBC stations around the country. So I think what it, ha- what it allows us to do, you know, in this sort of multimedia way is get the message out through broadcast, through, you know, digital, um, you know, a cable if it's through nonstop cable on some of the NBC platforms, and, and then encourage them to come to iVillage.com slash the talk where they have the resources and the conversation and the, you know, the community and the message board so that they can sort of get the tools that they need. And, and I think, you know, the hope is it's, it's, a, it's a, you know, obviously part of public education campaign is the first thing is just encouraging people about 
why they should do that. You know, some people might not even really be thinking about it. And, and, and when they hear, uh, they see a story or they read something online, they might think, wow, you know, I, I didn't really think about that. And here's why I think it's important. And, and here's some, some tips, like you said, you know, questions that kids are asking all the time. Who knew that I can sort of take those questions and try to use them as that teachable moment word we use, those words we use a lot of, but use those as opportunities to, to try and have this, uh, the talk with the kids as well. Yeah. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for being on the show today. Great information. I encourage everyone to go check out the talk at iVillage.com slash the talk, as you've mentioned. So do that. I've been on. It's, it's really fun, really informative. So thank you so much for what you're doing for us moms out there today. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks so much for having us. It was great to be with you. You bet. Um, so join me next week for another edition of Purse Strings right here at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, make it a great one.